0: Hi, my name is Diana Trepkoff, and I'd like to welcome you to my new podcast called Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? I'm a forensic artist who's completed hundreds of law enforcement cold cases, and I can tell you firsthand the pain and suffering I have witnessed on families of missing loved ones. I can see the pain on their face, I can hear the pain in their voice, and I feel it in my heart. My dream is that all missing persons will be found, and there will never be another missing person ever again. That's what I pray for, that's what I hope for, and that is my dream. So please welcome my new podcast, Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? And one by one, let's bring these missing loved ones home. Thank you. Welcome to my podcast called Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? Today we have a beautiful person on, her name is Cassie, and um, Cassandra or Cassie, how do you want me to pronounce your name? Both both is fine. (laughs) And um, she's Shane Smith's sister, and it's a very sad and tragic story, and we wanted to bring more light onto what's happening because Shane is missing, and we need everyone's help to step up and help search for him. So I guess, thank you so much, Cassie, for being on my podcast. I know it's very difficult and uh, my heart goes out to you, your mom. I love your mom. She's amazing. You seem like an amazing family, like your dad, all of you guys. And Shane has the most sincere eyes. I can tell a lot from a person when I look at their eyes. So I'll just be quiet. So thank you so much for being on my podcast.
1: Uh, Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I guess if we can start off with, Let's start off with some nice memories. What were your your best thoughts growing up, you and Shane?
1: Uh, I mean, we did uh, we did lots of things together. Where whether it was uh, me teaching him how to catch a baseball, or um, when we surprised him to go to Disneyland for his birthday, um, oh. we we have tons of things. Even just as we got older. Um, really really silly stuff like when uh you know I'd be like yeah, you're not going to drive before me and yet there he was with the license and me without one so oh, uh tease teasing that he needed to come and drive me everywhere but he didn't want to <laughs> he did sometimes but uh for sure you know at that age you're like no I'm not your chauffeur but uh um I mean yeah we did we did lots of stuff together I we had lots of evenings where it was just us um especially around christmas time my parents would go Christmas shopping and I would babysit him and we would have you know our famous subway movie night where we got to go rent a movie and pick out our subway and
0: oh, nice. you know, what we, was your
1: what's your favorite sub and what was his um he was when he was little he was super picky and he wouldn't have anything on his sub so it would just be like ham and cheese um <laughs> and I would yeah I I kind of ate any, anything but when he was little uh, he was really really picky but as he got older that changed yeah I love the tuna subs
0: that they have yeah boy yeah I'm big on
1: the the cold
0: cuts yeah <laughs> I, going? what's your favorite movie what was your favorite movie you guys would
1: see um we watched a ton like we we, we always watched lots of Disney movies as kids Aww. um so that was a big thing so it was usually you know what's the new Disney movie we would watch especially when he was little Aww. um as he got older, you know, movie tastes changed, and he liked more, like, scary stuff, but definitely a lot of those babysitting nights were, you know, Disney stuff or whatever was brand new out in, in the movie store in Chestermere that you could go get.
0: Oh, see, I can tell you guys are amazing. Um, I love Disney movies, too. When my kids were young, we would watch them, and as an adult now, for my balance in life, because I work on, you know, a lot of cold cases, and sometimes I have trouble sleeping, so I'll watch yeah. Disney movies um beauty and the beast sleeping beauty like the lion king is amazing or i'll even um yeah. watch the Flintstones. something just to take me into that world you know that yeah something world.
1: that just just yeah something else more comforting than the real world for sure
0: yeah yeah and i've seen those beautiful pictures of you guys in disney world that was yeah. cool yeah Yeah, we've been
1: out a couple times but we did uh surprise him once for his birthday
0: that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> And, um, so what was it like growing up? What did you, or oh, you guys liked Halloween a lot.
1: Yeah. Halloween, Christmas holidays were always a lot of fun at our house. My parents were always been really into the holidays and decorating. So it's always been like a big, big fun thing at the house growing up. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of fun. My mom always holds like an annual Halloween party. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Christmas was always, the house was completely decorated and just, it was a lot of fun for us as growing up. We had a, my parents definitely made it a really, really beautiful and fun environment to grow up in.
0: That's good. That's special. I can tell. Um, such a beautiful family, the Smith family. So you guys are all amazing, and and um, I guess really try and hold on to those memories, all the good times, because it's very hard what you're all going through. Um, yeah. So, how old was Shane when he when this happened?
1: Twenty. He would have been twenty-one next month.
0: Oh. And. Um, so it's Shane, Eric, James, Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Where did he get Eric and James from?
1: Uh, his grandparents.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And I guess we can talk about what happened. Um, it was just over three months ago. You put a beautiful post out. I seen that. And I
1: Yeah, I, I heard... it would have been mm-hmm. technically three months ago yesterday. I mean, I guess depending on the timeline, depending what time it actually happened at, yeah. it could any it could have been the sixth or the seventh. I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm very, very, very sorry. Thank you. Um, one thing I'm grateful to see is so many people really care about you, your brother, your parents. I see a lot of people stepping up, and and it's nice to see people coming together like that. It's very it's horrific what happened, and very sad, but thank God a lot of
1: people are coming forward. So you're a lovely yeah. family, I can tell. From we had a, we, there's, there's definitely been a lot of support from either um, his, his friends, um, or our friends, or our family, or, you know, even just people we don't know that come forward and ask how they can help. Yeah, I, I can tell you're a really good sister
0: to him. So <laughs> thank you. just um, always keep that in your heart, because I can tell you both have something very special. Uh, you always will. And you, you look out for him. I did see your plea on the Calgary police um, news that went out and you mentioned something, how you felt like, I, I don't know the exact words, you, you weren't there to protect him or you let him something like that. And yeah. My, yeah, my heart hurt because um there's things in life that happen that are so cruel and we have no control. And I don't think anybody, it's none of your faults.
1: You know, something, yeah, I think, Generally, as an older sibling, you, you grow up knowing like it's your job to protect your younger siblings. So yeah. when but something really awful happens, you really feel like you let them down. But I, like I'm telling you, I know people, I, I
0: study people, and you're an amazing person, and you're an amazing sister. And even doing this interview is very hard. I can feel it for you. And you're doing it because you're his big sister, and you're looking out for him, and you want to yeah. help find him. See, I feel like I'm gonna cry now, and I gotta hold it together. I'm doing the interview. Just that's what one of the officers said to me, Diane. You know, you gotta hold it together. You can't start crying on the interviews. I'm like,
1: well, what do you, I'm human, right? Yeah, exactly. They're really hard for to hear, for sure.
0: Yeah, well, we all have, we all, we all have like the same heart. You know, we want good yeah. things to happen, and um, so three people were arrested. You don't have to name them, but three people were arrested, and um, awesome. some people wait decades. I know families 30, 50 years have been waiting for people to get arrested. I know it's it's no it's not like anything to celebrate about because Shane's not here. But I just wanted to say I'm grateful whoever was responsible did get arrested because this shit yeah. happened. But
1: one I mean one is out walking around on bail and it's pretty frustrating to know that.
0: Yeah, that would hurt. That would definitely hurt a lot. Um so if you can talk a little bit, just what you can about the investigation. So people who are listening yep. around the world, when they hear this, that they could understand more about the case, the circumstances, and where, where he is believed to be today.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, they do. They believe that he was uh, killed at that residence in Mackenzie Town on um, the night of the 6th, um, later in the night. So, I mean, like I said, it could even have been early. On the seventh between if it was after midnight, I guess if you want to if we wanted to be technical but um, and then uh, um, uh, they ha- they moved him, and uh, the police say that they have enough evidence to believe that he was placed in the river okay. um, and that um, from where his car was found, so his car was found on the Cranston bridge over Deerfoot trail. Um, so uh, we're not sure really why they put his car there. My assumption would be to make it look like he hurt himself. Yeah. Um, and they, I think the the thought is there's never been a hundred percent certainty. Obviously, the police will never say they're a hundred percent sure. But they uh, the the thought is that they would have put him in the river under under that bridge there. Mm-hmm. Or at least close to there, as it wasn't far from the house that this happened at.
0: Okay, and um, the river is the which river the the bow River the bow River, and that's in Calgary.
1: yeah, so I mean it's in Calgary and it flows out to Carsland, Bassano it's it's huge it's huge, okay,
0: okay, yeah. and um, so it's been three months, and if you want to talk a bit about the search,
1: yeah, so I mean, Originally, because of what the news had said about the cars being seen in these uh, small outlying towns, everybody was searching um, in Millerville and Prittis, like the the fields, the ditches. Um, The the river was still being searched, but we had actually concentrated our search efforts out of town um, because that is kind of what we had been led to believe um, is the direction they were looking in and then after these two were arrested um, we found out that they had more evidence to to suggest the river and they didn't want us to keep looking out of town where we probably shouldn't be concentrating so i mean unfortunately it's it's like i don't i don't it's not the police's fault but i mean um, we we could have been searching the river for a lot longer and possibly had found him mm-hmm. if you know somebody had come forward and done the right thing Um, instead of hiding or pretending that they were looking for Shane or giving false statements, the amount of people who lied to the police and lied to the family. Um, You know, there, there's a possibility we would have found him a lot sooner if we would have known that the river was the main search. But unfortunately so many people were dishonest with the Calgary police service and the family that um, there was just so many different areas to look. And so now we've, we've been searching the river, whether it's, um, multiple people walking the banks of the river or on boats, like my dad's either in a boat or in a drone, flying a drone. Um, There's been boats out with cadaver dogs. There's been divers. There's been um, planes that go over and take pictures, drones that go over and take pictures, stuff like that. But now it's just very scary with how long it's been the fact that the river was so high and fast at the time, because probably for 2 3 weeks after i reported him missing it just did nothing but rain and thunder and lightning like they were some of the worst worst storms i've ever seen in my whole life um so it's very scary to imagine what uh, w- where he could be what what part of the river he could be in how far he could have traveled or if he's just you know stuck somewhere that we can't see
0: yeah that that um that makes me like That makes me mad. That's very disappointing that they would lie and hide stuff. And I wish none of this happened. I wish it was just like a dream. Yeah. I, I, I know there was no going back. Um, The only thing is to hoping that people can step up, can help more with the search. It's great. What you said, I think your family's amazing. And I, I told your mom, Shirley, like we talked and we messaged and I told her that I think like, she's like a hero, Mom. Like, you guys are great. for mm-hmm. All the effort that you're doing and no stone unturned, like from the planes to drones to, you know, not even knowing much about river and going in that boat and stuff. Like, so I know it's hard to think, wow, we've done it all. Because your mom will say she felt like she's letting him down, you know, because you guys can't yeah. find him. But it's not easy to find someone in the water. No, and
1: it's just, I mean, we shouldn't even be having to do this. No, and that's- no. That's why that's not, that's not a dig at any of the, the services that from the beginning, that's not a dig at the police or anything. It's just the fact that, I mean, from the beginning when this happened, they should have never, they should have never moved him. They should have called for help. Um, And that's what leads me to strongly believe, like, you know, there's a lot of speculation out there from different people about what they think. But uh, in my heart, I will never, I will never believe it was an accident if you then decided to move him and, and do all these all these sketchy things after where it was writing on his Facebook or messaging me personally saying how much he wanted to help. And then, you know, look where we're at. So, I mean, the fact is like, we, yeah, we shouldn't, there's no way should a a father, a mother, a a sister be out looking for, you know, their son and brother's body every day because of choices that these people made. And because they led, unfortunately, investigators worked somewhat, I feel like, like it 's something i can 't really ask them, but I feel like sadly they were probably led in the wrong direction in the beginning too, and sadly that 's not their fault either
0: you know you can 't really it 's hard it 's hard for me to believe
1: anything people the people who are accused would say because no, yeah.
0: <laughs> look what happened
1: so, I honestly believe they 're totally full full of it yeah. uh, whatever whatever they 've said i 'm always concerned that they 've lied like i i obviously i don 't know about their statements i don 't know what they are statements or their pleas or whatever you want to call them are that's not something we're really allowed to know at this time but I still fully believe that uh if they told the full truth shame would have been found by now so I just feel like there's still some part, some sort of dishonesty there
0: and, and you could be
1: right you know usually the gut doesn't yeah. lie what you feel is usually yeah. I could just be you know angry and emotional too because that's obviously it's it's very different for me than them for the public but I just feel like there's a reason he hasn't been found and I feel like it's something that has to do with these uh, individuals. So if you could, if you could explain how it, how
0: it's affected you and your family and um, so people could really understand the pain because I think when people, I think generally most of the people are good people, obviously not everybody. And when some people can hear what you guys are going through, then they will stop and make it possible to step out and help any way they can. I think it's so, that's why I thought a podcast would be so important just to hear what you have to say from your point, so people can really be with you on this. And like I said, so many people care about Shane and your family. So if you can explain what you guys have all gone through and, and you know, I mean, yeah, it's,
1: it's been, it's been awful. Like I don't, sometimes I don't even know how to describe it. I could describe it as, try and imagine your worst nightmare that it just won't end. And and between the, the points where you, you wake up and you're like, oh, did this really happen? Like, was that just a really bad dream? And then you realize, like, it did. And you just kind of fall apart all over again. Um, like, the nightmares that I know all of us have suffered, not just just, just me and my parents, like, my close – some of my closest friends who were there watching Shane grow up, they they've had really scary nightmares or nightmares of just – finding him or him showing up at their houses and I know for me like I've constantly like I've had really scary dreams where um these people are there or I've had dreams where like uh, he just knocks on my door and he's like ah just kidding like everything's fine Aww. and I know my mom has has struggled with incredibly terrible nightmares and um you know I like I see the the emotional and physical toll that it really takes on both of my parents um, and my dad, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't ever stay home and do anything. You know, he's out there every day, whether he's at the river or driving through towns, handing things out, or just getting whatever information he can. Like he really doesn't. He doesn't rest. And I mean, people are just b- between devastated and angry, and your emotions go from from incredible grief and sadness to to a type of anger i didn't even know i could feel like i've never i've never been somebody to wish hate really really deep hate on somebody you know i've i've had you know i've had people i don't don't like my life and i've had people that i didn't exactly wish well but i don't think i ever knew i was possible feeling the quite the the anger that comes out of the pain that you feel over this and i think it's really like i mean it'll it's incredibly changed our family forever and we will like there's there's no going back, but a lot of the things like that have changed for our futures for things that we're not gonna have anymore. Whereas it's, if it's that I'm not gonna get to have my brother at my wedding or my parents aren't aren't going to you know get to see their son have his twenty first birthday, there's there's a lot of things that are really different and there's a lot of it's it's extreme like it's a it's a grief and a sadness that's i don't even know how to explain it but i know that there's many 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 tears or sometimes just like personally just you just scream because you just don't know what else to do
0: because it's so like i have tears um, coming down my face now listening to you because it's so it's so unbearable and it's so not fair and your mom Post- it is unbearable, yeah. that's, it. that's the right yeah. word. Yeah, and you're first I want to tell you, you're amazing. You're authentic, you're real, and you express yourself so amazing that everyone will understand just by listening to you. They'll hear the pain, they'll hear how genuine you are, and they're going to step up and help more than ever. I can feel that. So you're amazing. You're an amazing big sister. You're an amazing daughter <laughs> with your parents. So don't, Thank I you. know you're going through hell. It's mental torture and um, just take one minute at a time. You know, a lot of people really care about you guys and you know, everyone wants what's best to, to find Shane. And your, your mom put something on Facebook and she said about, it's not like he died from a, like a disease or a car accident he wanted. No. To, and that really hurt me when I read that. Cause I thought, yeah,
1: that's true. Like it's just, it's different, right? It's not like it was just, you know, he was sick or, um he was in a car accident like I think I had said that to my mom myself I said I don't think I'd be any less heartbroken if he had been in a car accident but it would be easier to understand
0: yeah
1: um what happened but I mean when you when you have to try and wrap your head around the fact that someone who was supposed to be his friend uh stole his life for no reason and and you know and it wasn't just like you know a random person you know a random incident where he got in an argument with somebody and something bad happened. Like this was him hanging out with his uh, so-called friends, people who he really cared for.
0: Wow. And
1: this is, this is what they did. So, I mean, trying to wrap your head around that trying to think that he left the world at the hands of somebody who he really thought was his friend is, is really awful. And that's something you don't ever learn to understand. Or uh, in my, in my opinion, it's, I, it's unacceptable. Like I, I don't accept that that's like so when people are like oh you know like just just try and move on like no (laughs) sorry you know
0: what it's easy for people say to say try and move on if it didn't happen to them and even that's kind of insensitive because it's not we're not talking about something little here we're talking about your brother who you love so much every he had every right to have a long healthy life like this you know it's I don't know. I he think- wanted
1: his life, like he wanted a future. Yeah. He he had big plans. It's so.
0: husky. It's husky. I wrote yeah. the article. I felt compelled to write an article about Shane when you yeah. know would say some things about his cat Jewel and his husky, and then you two, your close relationship, and then I I wrote that article, and it it hurt me when I was writing it, but I wanted to honor him because I thought, like just looking at his face, I can tell. Like I said, the eyes are the mirror of the soul. They tell everything about a person, and his eyes are so innocent and sincere and I thought oh you know so I wrote it and Marty did the editing and then we put that out but
1: yeah this is a really beautiful article that you wrote as well thank you for that
0: yeah thank you just it's like I don't know I don't know I, I get so frustrated I've done 232 law enforcement cold cases with the forensic Guard and I've helped like so many families advocating and um I always thought there's something else I can do. And that's when I thought of the podcast. And that was exactly to help find missing loved ones. And for the, the world to hear the family's voice, what they're going through, the emotions and stuff, because it's different when you just read it. But when you hear the voice, and like with you explaining so much, you know, it was like, ugh, to my heart, I could yeah. You know, it just, I, I just wanted to do more than what I was doing. Cause I really care about all families of missing loved ones. Cause they go through mental torture and they never in a million years thought this would happen to them and they should not be alone in this. Everyone should step up and they should help. And if people can't help, then they should just not say anything and get out of the way, <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: exactly. You definitely never know. You never think it's going to happen. And some days you just um, like, I, I live a lot of my days in denial and then when I do realize it's, it's real and this has happened. Like I, I honestly, I almost get sick.
0: And how old are you?
1: 28.
0: Yeah. So you're so young. You're so young. <laughs> and it's like, and that's, and that was your younger brother.
1: And yeah. He'll always be your
0: brother. Always be special in your yeah. heart. Um, what, what would you want to ask the listeners? Like, what would you want to say from your heart to help with the search?
1: I mean, like the only thing I can ask is that people who uh, live in and around Calgary who are familiar with the bow who have boats kayaks canoes whatever they can anything that jet boats anything that they could possibly want to volunteer their time with or even reach out and if there's something we could work out for their time and their gas like anything that anybody can do to help to get out on the river and look in those, because there's so many river outlets and small canals and things that come off the river. You need so many eyes out there. And it's, it's September. Like this is really scary. It's been so long and I am so scared for what's coming with the weather. And I, I don't think, um, you know, if we go into the winter and he's not found, I don't know how anybody will survive that. And, it's it's very scary so all we can do is just beg for anybody's help anybody who wants to get out on the river because that's the biggest thing we need is people on the water um I mean definitely still people walking the shores it's a lot of what I do um and then just just sharing the post making it a I, I think a big thing is awareness like people still don't realize that this is happened for as much as coverage well there hasn't been as much coverage as i thought there would be but there has been coverage there has been media coverage or um what we put out there but sometimes i feel like if it's just something the family's sharing if it's just a family made poster or something people don't take it seriously Mm -hmm. unless they see like actual police um coverage so Mm -hmm. as much as people can share that so that people realize like this did happen this is real and this is still happening to this day he still needs to be found and we still need all the help we can get Um, if there's more people out there with cadaver dogs more people out there with aerial uh, equipment of photographing the river or people that are capable of doing underwater stuff like i think that's my biggest fear is that we haven't been able to do enough underwater um so searching divers or people who have underwater equipment with cameras or machinery. I don't really know how that stuff works, to be honest, but stuff that can go under because that's my greatest fear is that he's just stuck under the water somewhere. And that's why we can't see him when we go out.
0: And also um, there's a GoFundMe page for your brother. If you want to talk about that, if anybody wants to help and donate, it can be anywhere from $5 to a hundred, whatever anyone feels. But if you want Mm -hmm. to talk about that, if someone wants to help that way,
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that was created, I believe, um, hopefully I'm not wrong here. I believe it was somebody from my mom's school who created it. Um, and it is to help with, um, costs when it comes, when, when Shane is brought home and we can finally have a, a funeral and a memorial and then, you know, just stuff too, for my parents, like, you know, they've, they've obviously haven't been working and COVID and, Serve and it's just all just there's it's so much and the amount of money that um, they they've been paying out of pocket to hire um, different types of services to help. Um, so a lot of the GoFundMe would also go to that to certain things they've had to pay for, whether it was planes or boats or um, yeah. I I don't they don't tell me a ton of it because they don't want me to worry, but
0: yeah.
1: I definitely know there's been a lot of out of pocket expenses for yeah. them in trying to search for their son
0: because it's it's hard you have a missing child missing brother and you can't just say oh okay got to get up go to work now because no. you're not there you're you're panicking no. you got to find your missing loved one and i don't think a yeah. lot of people realize that
1: out there so that's your only focus right is finding him and yes. it's it's two two reasons like you're off work you're you're one you're not you're not focused on anything other than finding him and that's the only yeah. thing you want to do and two the risk you run of especially somebody like my dad of Um, being distracted at work and getting injured
0: yeah
1: you know for my dad is a heavy duty mechanic so if he was distracted or emotional for even one minute a vehicle could fall on him and that's that would be awful so you know there's definitely um space he needs and um, you know, for for me or myself, uh, myself or my mom, with our work too, like you get distracted and you could you could really screw something up. So it's better just to be off work because Shane needs our focus right now too. No, Shane needs think. all our focus, and you know, our our thankfully, our all of our works have been incredibly understanding with you know take your time. So yeah, that's what we're doing. But I mean, yeah, because we we need all our all all our focus to be on him, whatever whatever that is, and sadly there's days like today or, um, it's where it's, it's raining and you're like, what do I do? Like you, you can't really go out on the water in the rain because it's dangerous. And so, yeah, anything, anybody else can figure out that they can do even when the weather gets a little crappy.
0: No, I agree. I agree. Um, it's, I think that's really hard to, to hear and, and see that you're all looking for him. That's, that's, that breaks my heart right there. Looking for him in the water, like you don't yeah. want to find him, but you want to find him. Like it's, it's,
1: it's scary because you absolutely know, like that you're you're looking for your dearest loved one in in the water, and you know that it's it shouldn't you know, be you
0: three. It shouldn't it,
1: be you three. And, and well, you're scared. Like yeah. every every minute of it, I find it's scary. Or I'll see something that makes me almost jump out of my skin. And but at the same time, you're like, I just can't sit at home and do nothing. So, I mean, you're, you're really in a mental battle of, well, I have to find him, but I'm so scared, but it doesn't matter because I can't leave him out there alone. Like, he doesn't deserve that. <clears throat> so, it's a lot of, it's, it's just, I don't even know how to explain it a lot of the time. It's, it's just, it's, it's so, it's just
0: so sad. It's, it's yeah. horrific and it's sad. So, the GoFundMe, just if they punch in his name, how do people find it?
1: Uh yeah so I I believe it's just Shane Eric James Smith Memorial Fund or it might just be Shane Smith but I believe it's his full full name. Okay. I would have to take a look here. Um but it is a like it, I've posted it to Facebook quite a bit. Yeah. Um so- but I'm pretty sure if you go on GoFundMe and you just search his name it would come up.
0: Okay. And then I also we have the website Can I help find your missing loved one yeah. and we'll have the GoFundMe there and that article that i wrote also the podcast episode but all Put this public on facebook as soon as possible and the if you want to talk about he has some really good pictures out there um the one with the cowboy yeah. hat talk about that one it's beautiful
1: that's his graduation picture so um at our high school when you graduate you get to bring like a something personal to, to in to do your photos with so you do your, your cap and gown pictures and then you do like your personal pictures so him was the suit and the cowboy hat and then the uh, the belt buckle Um, and I'm, I'm, and his cowboy boots, of course. So, um, that's, that's what that picture is. They're professional graduation photos and they're beautiful.
0: Yes, they are. I was looking at some pictures and of course it's not going to be easy, but if he could hear you, what would you want to say to him?
1: I mean, like I would want him to know how much I love him and how much I miss him. And I mean, how sorry I am that this happened and I wish I could have stopped it. You know, if, if somebody would have told me that this was going to happen, I would have just held on to him and not let him go anywhere. You know, I would have, you know, kept him at my house or had him do something with me. There's, there's no, sometimes there's no words to express like how much I, I love and miss my brother. It's incredibly painful to picture that the life I have to live without him. Yeah,
0: I can hear it in your voice. I can, (laughs) I can hear it. And, um, I think you're lucky to have, to have each other your whole lives and, and we were here we, on earth, but he'll always have a very good together. relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell. And I'm so, so, so sorry. I'll do as much as I can on my part um, to Thank get information and the pictures out and keep pushing it. And um, I hope a miracle happens. And he's found like real soon because you're an amazing, beautiful family and you're an amazing sister and, um, I wish, I wish we knew when things were going to happen so we could prevent them. But sometimes yeah. in life, things happen and we have no control. Because all the families that I have gone to know, and a lot of them are so, they're amazing. They all feel guilty and they all feel they could have done something different. But it, it doesn't work that way. And that's the sad part.
1: So I just, it's, I don't uh, want there's a, to. There's a ton of guilt that floats around between the family and, and just even in Shane's friends. Like a lot of them are so heartbroken wondering what they could have done differently too. And I, I try and reassure them that it's not their fault, but I mean, a lot of them go through the, through the same pain and it's really hard to see how, how some heartbroken some of these, um, younger, uh, I want to call them kids. I mean, they're in their twenties, but, um, it's, it's, it's really, really sad. And I mean, like our, our pain is our pain. And then we look at them and we don't know how to help them either. And it's really awful.
0: You know what, and, and it shows how amazing he was because he affected so many people and how much how he much people did. love him. So, yeah. you know, my heart goes out to all of you and I'll help in any way I can. I'll continue pushing, pushing. And again, I'm so, so sorry. You're an amazing sister to him. So <laughs> never, never doubt that. And you won't be able to see it now because of all the pain. But in the future, when you look back, you're going to be like, wow, I don't know how I did it, but I did it like just one minute at a time. That's it. That's all you can do. And there was one amazing counselor that I interviewed Dwayne Bowers and whenever anybody wants to talk to him, he is the one he made so much sense. And he just said, his biggest concern was um, he says, it's not just grieving. It's the trauma that families are going through. And he just gave some, so much amazing advice that comes out in two days. That comes out on Wednesday, but okay. um, he's amazing the way he talks, he makes a lot of sense. And he said the most important thing is he wants the families to take care of themselves so they don't get sick. Because if they get sick, they won't be able to search for their missing loved one. And
1: yeah, that- that is, that's definitely one that's pushed a lot where people are like, can we, can we bring you food? Can we do this? Can you do that? Because, I mean, I, I've even said it too where I've said to mom and dad, like, you know, if we don't take better care of ourselves, we we aren't gonna be able to continue doing this. And but sometimes, like you just don't care. You're like, I don't care. I don't want. I don't want to eat. I'm not hungry. I just want to do this. Or you just like you're just so upset that you can't even. You just don't want to bother with it. And you just have no motivation. But that has been something where people who are super supportive, always trying to drop things off here and there. Um, especially for my parents, which is really great. I mean, I have. Um, somebody at home who's definitely a big support system to me and he always makes sure that I'm taken care of but um, for them it's great that people um, are constantly checking in on them and making sure that they even if they just drop something off there and say you know please eat this because you know if you don't take care of yourself how can you keep doing this this search that's just really incredibly taxing and um, emotionally and physically draining
0: It, it, it is. It never should have happened.
1: And no. um, I mean,
0: I've had dreams. I've had dreams about Shane and your mom. I'd have one dream and then it transferred to Shane and your mom. I'd wake up and it didn't make sense. But I mean, oh, wow. I haven't even met the three of you. And I've never met Shane and you're all in my heart. And, and I hurt for what you're going through. So I can't even imagine what you're all going through. And I know I'm probably not making sense. I'm just rambling because <laughs> I'm hurt. I'm, I'm hurt. Yeah. And I just I want to help any way I can. So you know and we appreciate it. Let me know anything else I can do. Um we're going to get this out and we're going to hope some something really good happens like he is found soon because you guys need you need to That's all we can for you. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah,
1: not being able to say goodbye is just awful. You know.
0: Is there anything you wanted to end with?
1: I mean, like I just I just really appreciate you doing this first of all and you know, everybody who has come and um, put their time and their efforts forward they've volunteered their services been been out joined searches or handed out flyers or even just sharing things on social media whatever people continue to do like we, we really do appreciate it even though sometimes we can't communicate it the way we want to we, we do appreciate everybody's help and anybody who wants to continue to help um, we'd really really appreciate the anything that anybody can do. Um, I'm going to see if I can. Um, get any sporting stores to let me set up a table um, either in their parking lot or kind of close to their door so I can get more people that are you know kind of outdoorsy um, aware and maybe see if they can help
0: nice so that's a good idea
1: yeah hopefully that's something I know one of Shane's friends did go to Bass Pro and Cabela's and nice. they said because of them being a um, whatever type of store they yeah. are they needed they needed more approval from head office but they did at least put up some flyers and stuff so uh, maybe we can try with some smaller places and That's a great yeah, interview. I just, we yeah. really do appreciate all the support we've had. And, um, it definitely, definitely overweighs the, the negative that is out there. There's obviously still some people that are negative and malicious, but the, the amount of good that we've seen out of people definitely outweighs the bad. And we just really appreciate the, the kindness and the support that people have shown. Like it's really incredible.
0: And you know what, um, you know, you're, you're all a beautiful family. And I think you're remarkable. So don't, um, don't forget that. That's I highly I think a lot of you. And like I said, it's not easy to do the interview. And you're an amazing big sister to Shane, you always will be his big sister. And you're protecting him right now by speaking like this. And you're keep trying, you're trying to think of different ways also. And you're, and I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So you are remarkable. You're an amazing big sister. And I'm proud of you for how hard you're trying. And I'll try on this end. And so thank you again, Cassie, for being on the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? Until next time, stay safe and best wishes. And please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You may be the reason a missing loved one comes home or a murderer is caught and off the streets. So try and have a good day today and we'll talk soon. Thank Thank you. you. Okay. Bye Cassie. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One is created, produced, and hosted by Diana Trepkoff. Associate Producer and Sound Editing by Marty Brown. Please don't forget
1: to call in any tips. Thank you.